Welcome to today's episode where we're going to be diving into the topic of difficult conversations in business. Now, it's no secret that navigating these complex situations can be a real challenge. They can be the cause of toxicity, high levels of stress, talent leaving, really impact your personal brand and the way that people think of you. They can be a real challenge, but the good news is that it doesn't have to be. So today I'm going to be sharing my expert insights on how to handle high stakes and emotions and avoid conflicts and build stronger relationships. We're going to explore the importance of understanding different communication styles, checking on your reactions and how well and actively you're listening to bridge the gap between what's said and what's meant. We're also going to look at some of the latest trends and how they're affecting the way you leaders are approaching challenging conversations. So whether you're a seasoned leader or just starting out, this episode is for you. We are going to be looking at transforming your conversations into positive, impactful experiences that drive success for you and the business. So grab a pen and paper, get your coffee or maybe your headphones in if you're going for a walk and get ready to take some notes. Um, We are going to be putting this also more into a blog and you will be able to have some more resources and details. So do check out the comments and the show notes so that you can really have access to that and that can help you out. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on this journey towards better communication and stronger business relationships. To get us started, I'm going to give you one of my favorite oldie but goodie inspirational quotes just to get us in the right mindset. The greatest problem in communication is the illusion that it's taken place. Hello, I'm Alexandra Bond-Bennett and I'm the founder of Ambition to Impact. I talk a lot about relationships in business and how we can make them more effective, much easier for leaders and really help a business really achieve the best outcomes possible quickly and hopefully with minimal damage. One of the things I talk about minimal damage, one of the things I'm here to chat about today is difficult conversations. Now, what is a difficult conversation? To be honest, it's anything that that might cause delays, might damage relationships, and also is really uncomfortable. So this could cover a broad scope of situations and between different stakeholders as well. So it's really important that we look at the people involved rather than the situation and the topic. At the end of the day, a difficult conversation is high stakes, high emotions, and really something that people try to avoid at all costs. And that's understandable, we're all human. And I think that's the number one thing to remember with a difficult conversation is that it is humans dealing with humans and emotions reacting to emotions. Now, this is where a lot of things can go wrong because we unconsciously react to the emotions that are being presented to us and also our own internal emotions that are coming up in how you specifically deal with conflict. And and that's a very important thing to note. So I'm just gonna go through a few really quick points on how to approach a difficult conversation. Now, the first thing I'm going to say is don't leave it. The longer that it's left, um, the the 
quicker that it is to for us or the easier it is for people to really put their heads in the sand and be an ostrich and that can be the worst thing now of course the caveat to that is that sometimes people need to cool down and people need to step out the room realize that they're not going to be productive that they're not going to be kind and actually some things might be said that will in fact damage the relationship now it really depends on your personality type um, so the first thing is to really check in with the person and the people in the room that are having the conversation and what is their style of communicating. So someone who's very task focused and logical might appear to be emotionless and might not give someone who is very outgoing and people focused the reaction they need to feel validated. So for example, someone who remains very cool and calm under pressure, if we think about on Star Trek, you have Data, who is very emotionless. Also, people who identify as neurodivergent also might struggle with emotions. But someone who is high emotion and really revolves around relationships will need to see something, asking to see something from the other person. And sometimes a cool reaction can actually inflame. And this, this happens a lot. We see this in customer service a lot where someone gets angry, they want to feel validated, I want to speak to the manager. And this is purely because they want to feel like someone is paying them the attention and cares about what they care about. So it's just answering those questions can really help by looking at who the people are in the situation and who you are. Next, I'd like you to think about how you deal with conflict yourself. What does that bring up for you? It's important to know before you go into a situation what any potential triggers might be. For instance, do you react when people are loud and shout and can appear as aggressive? What does that do to your nervous system? What does that bring out in you? Every conversation is a transaction. It's where we are asking something of the other person. We transact, we give, and someone it provokes a reaction in other people. How we can be really effective is being in control of that reaction. So that's what we're aiming to do. So by looking back and seeing how you deal with conflict, do you run into it? Do you run away from it? What do you do? It means that you can really help identify when you are going to get uncomfortable or when you might be overwhelmed with a certain feeling and how helpful and productive that will be to the conversation. The next thing is, is really looking at what's going on for that person. A lot of the time, a lot of the time, the biggest problem with difficult conversations or any communication really, when it goes wrong, is when we are not correctly articulating what we say versus what we mean. There's a disconnect. So we might say, I'm fine. I'm feeling fine. <laughs> However, the tone and the intonation are clearly communicating something very different. So really step back and practice active listening skills to not just listen to what they're saying, but listen to other clues too. Look at their eye contact, their body language, their facial expression, their tone of voice, and really think about, I hear what you're saying, but what are you trying to tell me? And think about this objectively. It can be very helpful to step back and look at the entire picture so you've got the full context of what's going on. Remember, 
we can't change people in the way they behave, but we can certainly influence the outcome. So this is important. Next on the list is really thinking about that transaction that I talked about earlier. So well, I want you to think about two things, data and diffuse. Whereas I said it's important with some personalities to show emotion and to show you care, it is also very important to make sure we don't ignite more emotion and difficult emotions in the situation and really realize that you are partnering together to come to a joint resolution. I call this being allied. And a lot of the time we use defensive language and this can really blow up a situation. So I want you to think about the words you use and be less critical, not blaming, and really focus on what you do know or what you both know. So identify things like, can we agree that the deadline for this document was 5 p.m. yesterday? And get agreement and buy-in. It's not you said you were going to deliver this. It is, can we agree? So always get that buy-in, focus on the data. What did we say last week? Can you remind me what the agreement was on this? Can you explain to me how the problems have developed along the way to cause this delay? So again, it's not putting any blame. It's not throwing a tantrum. <laughs> it's not being angry at them and it's not being critical and it's also not taking over. So it's just being very cool, very relaxed in the language, very open and non-judgmental. The, the best way to actually produce any productive outcome is to really focus on that non-judgmental space. And if you really want to practice that and your active listening, I really recommend learning coaching skills because those are some of the big skills that you have to learn as a coach to really get a productive answer out of someone else. And this can really help with difficult conversations to put into your, your toolkit for communication. The last one I'm going to say, and this is an important one, I've already actually said it, is to partner with them. And a lot of the time, again, with a difficult conversation, it is about conflict. It's about you against me. And that is not going to help the situation. And it's certainly not going to help your working relationship. Even with a really difficult choice, a really difficult decision, there should always be a partnership and an agreement to say, we are going to come to a decision together and we are in an ideal world. We're both going to like it, but that's in an ideal world. Let's come to an agreement that we can both live with that's going to actually achieve the end goal. Now, this is where both of you need to step out and actually drop what both of you want and think about the bigger picture of what you're trying to achieve. So many people get stuck in the what is important to me in my area of work uh, versus the bigger picture, the bigger organizational picture. So you might need to step back, both of you, and go, okay, really, what's important here? And sometimes that involves letting go of a bit of ego. And again, we can't control what the other person does. We can control what we do, but we can help influence the situation. So those are my top tips for dealing with difficult conversations. I hope that helps. And have a great, great rest of the day.